0: Hi everyone. This is Dina from Health for Life and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today I'll be talking about a subject that's quite known to many of you and that is stress and how do we help ourselves to reduce the impact that our stress, that stress does on our bodies. So, chronic and extreme stress is something that I would say majority of us experiences at least at some part of in our life. And the problem is that if if it, if the stress continues and it becomes chronic, it starts to damage our health tremendously. So even if, let's say, you are eating healthy and exercising and um, you know, taking all the supplements that you need, if you do not deal with stress properly, it will bring you down, bring your health down especially. Like, for example, for me, what I didn't know previously is that stress will always be there. It's not a matter of, oh, you know, changing necessarily your life. Or, yeah, sometimes you do have to get out of the situation that you're in if it's really extremely, extremely stressful situations such as abuse or, you know, neglect or any any sort of relationship problems like that. But we will always have stress in our life, no matter what. It could be work stress, family stress, you know, children, health, whatever it is. it's just a matter of how you yourself react to that stressful situation and how do you go on with your life with this stress, everyday stress. So if we don't lose the plot and don't dwell on the situation, the stress levels don't go up as much. One of these um, books that pretty much changed my life, is Mabel Katz's uh, The Easiest Way to Live book. And in the book, she mentions the actual chemical reaction that happens in our body when we get angry only lasts 60 seconds. So this is the that, that first rush of anger that we feel, which we can't control. That only lasts 60 seconds, which is only one minute. After that, it's all based on how do we react to that situation that means do we dwell on it do we think about it do we think on the worst case scenarios just do we start stressing about it or do we just think of a solution see what we can do and just leave it at what it is for example if you're stuck in traffic late for an important meeting watching the minutes tick away your hypothalamus, a tiny control tower in your brain, decides to send out the order. So it's sending out the stress hormones because you are suddenly working yourself up because you're going to be late. And then these stress hormones are the same ones that trigger your body's fight or flight response. So your heart starts to race, your breathing quickens, and your muscles are ready for action. This is that response we had when we had to you know in the old old days when we had to run away from animals like that flight or fight response But when the stress responses keep firing day after day It could put your health at serious risk So your body is constantly sending out these stress hormones and the stress hormones just keep circling around your body As a result frequent or chronic stress will make your heart work Too hard for too long. When your blood pressure rises so do your risk of having a stroke or heart attack. So as you can see stress really involves a lot of your So as you can see your body gets damaged. It can cause headaches, heartburn, rapid breathing, um, risk of heart attacks, high blood sugar, blood pressure, stomachache, low sex drive, misperiods, tense muscles, insomnia, depression. Tons and tons of health issues can be caused by this constant stress that our body goes through. So stress is a natural, physical and mental reaction to life experiences. Everybody expresses stress from time to time. It's normal. Anything from everyday responsibilities like work and family to serious life events, such as new diagnosis or war or death of a loved one, can trigger stress. Even the situation that we find ourselves in right now with this COVID-19 virus adds stress to our lives. So we can just decide how do we want to cope with this situation, with this stress. Your body's response to stress is releasing the hormones that increase your heart rate and breathing rates and, you know, get your muscles ready to respond. Yet, if your stress response doesn't stop firing up, the stress levels stay elevated for way longer than is necessary for survival. So it's all about how do we control this stress? trigger? Do we continuously dwell and stress even more and try to think of the worst case scenarios, you know, and then of course your body will feel constant, under constant stress. So what are symptoms of chronic stress? It's constant irritability, anxiety, depression, headaches, and insomnia as well can can be caused by chronic stress. So your central nervous system system is in charge of this flight or fight response. In your brain, the hypothalamus gets the ball rolling, telling your adrenaline glands to release this stress hormone, adrenaline, and cortisol. These hormones rev up your heartbeat and send blood rushing to the areas that need it most in an emergency, such as your muscles, heart, and other organs. When the perceived fear is gone, the hypothalamus should tell all systems to go back to normal. But if the central nervous system fails to return to normal, or if the stressor doesn't go away, the response will continue. So chronic stress is also a factor in behaviors such as overeating, not eating enough, alcohol, drug abuse, and even social withdrawal. So how does... This chronic stress influence our respiratory and cardiovascular system. Well, the stress hormone affects your respiratory and cardiovascular system because of the, the stress response. During the stress response, you breathe faster in an effort to quickly distribute oxygen-rich blood to your body. If you already have a breathing problem like asthma, stress can make it even harder to breathe. Because now your body is going through, you know, your body is pumping all this blood and there's so much anxiety going on. So under stress, your heart also pumps faster. Stress hormones cause your blood vessels to constrict and divert more oxygen to your muscles. So you'll have more strength to take action. But this also raises your blood pressure and, you know, blood High blood pressure is one of the very, very common symptoms nowadays for many, many people. So how does it influence the digestive system? Well, under stress, your liver produces extra blood sugar to give you a boost of energy. But if you are under chronic stress, your body may not be able to keep up with the extra glucose surge. So your chronic stress may actually increase your risk of developing type 2 diabetes. See. Stress really really causes so many of the today's most common health problems. So the rush of hormones, rapid breathing and increased heart rate can also upset your digestive system. And you're more likely to have heartburn or acid reflux thanks to an increase in stomach acid. So stress doesn't cause ulcers, a bacterium called H pylori often does, but it can increase your risk for them and cause existing ulcers to act up. So stress can also affect the way food moves through your body, leading to diarrhea and constipation. You might experience nausea, vomiting, or stomachache. So how does it influence the muscular system? Your muscles tense up, to protect themselves from injury when you are under stress. They tend to release again once you relax, but if you're constantly under stress, your muscles may not get a chance to relax. Tight muscles cause headaches, back and shoulder pain, and other body aches. So over time, this can set off an unhealthy cycle as you stop exercising and turn to pain medication for relief. So it's a vicious cycle, as you can see. You know, the stress causes the pain in your body and then you start taking pain medication and then more other side effects happen. And for women, stress can also affect the menstrual cycle. It can lead to irregular, heavier or more painful periods. So chronic stress can also magnify the physical symptoms of menopause as well. And stress is exhausting for both body and mind. It's not usually to lose your desire when you're under constant stress. It's not unusual to lose your desire when you're under constant stress. However, while short-term stress may cause men to produce more of the male hormone testosterone, this effect doesn't last. If stress continues for a very long time, immense testosterone levels can begin to drop. This can interfere with sperm production and cause erectile dysfunction or impotence. So chronic stress may also increase the risk of infection for male reproductive organs like prostate and testes. And lastly, how does uh, stress influence the immune system? Well, stress stimulates the immune system, which can be a plus for immediate situations. However, this situation can help you avoid infections and heal wounds, but over time, stress hormones will weaken your immune system and reduce your body's response for foreign invaders. People under chronic stress are more susceptible to viral illness like the flu and the common cold, as well as other infections. Stress can also increase the time it takes for you to recover of an illness or injury. You know, I still remember when I was, um, starting my health journey more than 10 years ago, and I was doing everything right. I was eating correctly, I was taking my supplements, um, I was exercising, but somehow or rather, I would fall sick very, very often. Even my husband was mentioning, you know, how come you live such a healthy life and you're so sick all the time? And I couldn't understand what was going on, but at that time, I was very much under stress because of my business at that time and only after a couple of years i realized i had to let some of that go in order to regain my health so once i started to make the necessary changes in my life um, in terms of removing this stressful situation of course, you still have to focus on your diet, your lifestyle, your mental focus. Everything has to you know, fall into place if you want to be healthy. When it comes to diet, your eating habits need to be adjusted. So you are eating the foods which give you more energy and don't burden your digestive system and make you extremely tired as well. So here it's important to completely rethink the way you look at and behave with food. Because, you know, sometimes we eat when we are stressed and usually we crave for all those very unhealthy foods. So we have to completely change that mindset. You know, food is, yes, it's called comfort food, but the comfort will last very short time. And once you start eating healthier and you start feeling better, having more energy, you don't have those drops in the sugar levels that make you feel very lethargic and, you know, unable to really do much. Once you start eating healthy, you start craving it. You start craving salads. You start craving fruits. You know, your body suddenly realizes what it was really missing. When it comes to supplements, um, you have to be careful here, of course we all are deficient in certain supplements and certain vitamins and minerals, but that doesn't mean that any off-the-shelf supplement will help you to replenish that. So you need to choose your supplements wisely and usually the most effective ones are the ones that come from nature. They are not man-made and not filled with all the other chemicals out there. So please choose wisely. For me, what worked best was a um, combination of Lingzi, which is a mushroom extract, which helps to calm the mind and makes you more focused and your concentration really improves because, you know, my I felt that whole brain fog and I wasn't really able to concentrate. And I would get very exhausted in the afternoon so this would make me more stressed. So this really helped me to focus and even in stressful situation I was able to deal with it much more calmer. Um, another supplement that I combined with Lingzi is bee pollen. Bee pollen has amazing benefits as well and it has more than 200 minerals and vitamins and it's completely natural. Of course you have to choose the right uh, brand that doesn't put in anything extra inside. It really helps to improve your memory, a better concentration, it's like an energy booster as well and you're just able to tolerate stress a lot better. Another important thing is of course probiotics because Um, your gut is very much connected with your mood and if your good bacteria and bad bacteria is not in balance in your gut you there's proof you know there's been a lot of research that proves that you might get depression so probiotics are a must as well and then it's important to shift your energy, you know. Um, Meditation is, of course, a great tool. Um, Meditation is not a miracle cure. It's not something that, you know, you sit down, you meditate, and something um, amazing happens the first time you've done it. No, it's a practice which you need to do on a regular basis. And you need to find a way that works for you. And you will only find that if you keep Doing it, keep practicing it. The most important thing is to while you meditate, or while you're you know doing some mindful breathing or anything like that, is the point is that you empty your mind, and then suddenly your mind is able to relax, just like your muscles. You know, when you go for a massage, your muscles are relaxed suddenly, and you feel so much better, right? Same thing with meditation and mindfulness, you feel your mind relaxing because you're shutting down all those voices, negative voices, or positive, whatever it is, but you're giving your mind a break. And this will really help you with your focus, with uh, you know looking at things more positively, and even dealing with stressful situations in a much calmer manner. Because remember, it's all up to you How do you react to the situation that you are in? It's not about how much, how stressful your life is. You know, I used to always think, oh, you know, when this problem is over, I'll finally be happy. Or when that problem is over, I'll finally be able to relax. But the problems just keep coming. It's what, what shifted for me is my mental focus on what, how do I deal with, all these stressful situations that I find myself in do I want to look at it from a more positive way or find a solution for it and just move on from the situation instead of dwelling and dwelling and dwelling and thinking about it and you know this doesn't help you at all so once you reach that mental shift and you are able to look at the situation almost from an outsider point of view like you know you're taking yourself out of your body and looking at the situation a little bit more rationally or in a more um in not you know with not such emotions involved this really helps so next time when you do find yourself in a a stressful situation just take some time think about it uh, focus on what the real problem is and focus to find a solution if you can find a solution that's great um, try to work on the solution solve it and move on of course at times we can't find our so- a solution because it might not be in our hands but just because it's not in your hands you have to let it go that doesn't mean that you don't care or that you're an insensitive person but you cannot let that stressful situation eat in you and you know damage your body which in the long run you you know some sort of disease might develop if you can't deal with an issue yourself i strongly advise you get a counselor get a friend talk to them and you know, sometimes it's someone else's opinion that might help with the situation and they might be able to make you look at the situation from a different perspective because sometimes when we are overly stressed, we can't really think. We can't really, you know, our mind has no space to to really um, look at the situation more positively or to rationalize things and find the right solution. So I hope this helps. Um, I really uh, do believe that we all could have happier lives if only we learn to deal with stress. Again, I want to repeat, um, I don't... There are certain situations that people find themselves in um, which are dangerous to their health and you know that they are physically in danger those situations unfortunately there is not much you can do so I would advise you to really look for some um, professional counselor or someone who can advise you in a better way but I'm talking about stress that is more on an emotional basis or more something that is external affecting us on a daily basis. I hope these tips help you and do subscribe to my podcast and hope to see you again here. Bye, take care and stay healthy.